Welcome to a Record Roulette mini-episode. My name is Eamon O'Flynn, and I'm your host. Since our last mini-episode, we've run three full-length episodes. Here Come the Warm Jets by Brian Eno, Sweet Baby James by James Taylor, and Maggot Brain by Funkadelic. We had a few questions come up, but instead of answering them, I'm going to focus on the biggest one. Why do I think Bob Seger deserves to be in the same discussion as Bruce Springsteen? This is the question I founded this podcast on. Uh, not really. Uh, but it is something that we kind of stumbled upon, and it's it's always been a big uh, issue of mine that Bob Seger is not on the Rolling Stone 500 Christ albums list. If you listen to our Sweet Baby James episode, you'll hear a near argument between a guy who grew up near Detroit, that's me, and a guy who grew up in New Jersey, Adam Becker. The subject is Springsteen really that much better than Seeger? Adam wouldn't even hear an argument for Seeger, declaring that no matter what his best song was, Springsteen had dozens that were even better. Here's the deal. I like Springsteen. I didn't mean for my point to be a knock on the boss. In the 70s and early 80s, when both of these guys were producing their best work, they were much closer to equals than you might imagine. Springsteen is a better writer, no question. But Seeger has the better voice, and musically, I think they're a wash. There are things they each do better than the other, and for what it's worth, this doesn't appear to be an act- actual rivalry. They've played at each other's concerts many times. As two bastions of heartland rock written to underscore the blue-collar experience, they're just a natural comparison. However, while Springsteen has been lionized over the last couple of decades, Seeger has faded away. Here's why. First. The simple part. One of these guys was operating out of a failing city, Detroit, and the other was from just outside the world's biggest media market. That's a big difference, especially as one, Springsteen, has continued to tour and produce music consistently, and the other, Seeger, has been semi-retired for the better part of a decade. But it's more than that. In a fantastic article for NPR, Tim Quirk highlighted the management missteps that Seeger has made throughout his career failure to properly promote albums, a reluctance to make his back catalog available, and, most recently, a failure to embrace the digitization of music. These are all things Springsteen has done exceptionally well. It may surprise some people to learn that, as recently as 2006, Seeger was earning five times as much radio play as Queen, and almost as much as Led Zeppelin. Every record he released between 1977 and 2006, bar one, hit platinum status within a year of its release. The top-selling Greatest Hits album in the 2000s? It was Seeger's. It beat The Beatles and Michael Jackson. But in less than a decade, his radio play plummeted to below Queen, while they and Led Zeppelin, both of which embraced streaming music, essentially maintained their relevance. Something similar happened with his album sales. As recently as 2006, he sold 1.5 million albums, but by 2016, he was selling 240,000. He had reasons for his missteps. He didn't like touring much, and it showed in how regionalized his audience was. There are stories of Seeger selling out an arena in Detroit one night and playing to a near-empty bar in neighboring Chicago the next night. He doesn't like his older work, even if others do, and he has purposefully made it hard to get his music. When it comes to digital music, he didn't like how easy it was to simply listen to one or two songs on an album because people would miss the experience, so he held out. And we at Record Roulette appreciate that more than maybe anyone. But whatever the reason, 
what has happened is that Bob Seger just isn't respected the same way someone like Bruce Springsteen is. And it's a shame. I can't convince any Springsteen fan, or really anyone who doubts Seeger's music, with mere words. All I can do is suggest you go out and listen to it. Give it the chance it deserves. Don't allow poor management to be the reason one of the great rock and roll icons disappears into history. Listen, again, I like Springsteen. I don't think Seeger has anything that can touch the river, for example. But he's better than you think especially if old-time rock and roll is all you remember. Want recommendations? Stranger in Town and Against the Wind are both masterful albums. Start there, and then consider listening to them live with Live Bullet and and Nine Tonight. Okay, we're done with that. Now, I actually have a pretty substantial announcement. A couple of months ago, we changed the publishing schedule to cover more albums. Now, we're changing the program. I'm adding Sonia Walton and Nathan Smith, who you'll remember is the guest from uh, our Here Come the Warm Jets episode, as well as our very first episode, as permanent co-hosts. We'll be together each full episode, and sometimes we'll get a guest to join us. We get along well, we have different musical tastes, and I think this will bring an element of consistency each week that you, the listener, will appreciate. That's all for today's mini-episode. On our next episode, we'll be talking about The Beach Boys Today by, you guessed it, The Beach Boys. Take a listen, collect your thoughts, and then join us for an argument or two. Until then, goodbye. (laughs) 